Welcome to the Noteworthy Podcast. This is your host, Nathan French. Hello, podcast listeners. I have taken over. Hey guys, it's me, Rachel French. I have completely hijacked Nathan's episode for this week. It's a complete takeover. So buckle your seatbelts. We're going a different route today. You've probably guessed by now that Nathan is fully aware that I'm recording this episode. I wish I could say that I googled this and YouTubed that and recorded this as a total shocker for him, but that's not true. He set everything up for me. However, he does not have a clue what I'm going to say, so this is fun. So Nathan is currently at a local Starbucks preparing for a youth day that we get to be a part of this weekend. And our son Judah is napping, so I have a quiet house and an open mic. It's gonna be good, y'all. For real, though, I just want to share something that's been on my heart for a little while now. I've actually been wanting to write a blog about this subject, and I'm, I may still do just that. But one thing I've noticed is that there are so many people who get very uncomfortable when someone else is enjoying life. I'm not talking about someone who is being extreme and breaking social norms in a super awkward way or breaking the law. (laughs) I'm talking about genuine joy of living. I was guilty of this. I had a tendency of being reserved in social settings where I was unfamiliar. If you put me with a group of people I knew well, and someone else was leading the way with humor, I'd laugh, of course, but I didn't attempt to be funny. I didn't attempt to jump in. I wasn't going to sing out loud in front of a crowd, outside of my church anyway. I wasn't going to sing happy birthday with the servers at a restaurant when they were singing to a bunch of strangers. But then I met Nathan French. The summer I officially met Nathan, my life changed in drastic ways, all for the better. God knew I needed him. If you've listened to past episodes, you know that campus ministry is how I really got to know Nathan. He offered to come to my campus and play guitar and lead worship at our Bible studies. And after a few weeks of attending, he asked me if I would like to get coffee with him sometime. That coffee date came the following Monday, and Mondays officially became our date nights. Now, we have some pretty funny dating stories. And since Nathan and James shared some stories about myself and my friend Jen in the last episode, episode 20, I believe, I will go ahead and share that on our first date, we actually went to Longhorn Steakhouse before going to Starbucks to get coffee, and I was so nervous, I said several ridiculous things. Nathan is going to be amazed that I'm sharing this, but I figured since they started uh, sharing some stories about uh, us, 
that I would go ahead and share some stories of my own. But, you know, five years and almost two kids later, I think I've reached a level of confidence to be able to laugh all of this stuff off now. But anyway, I had not been to Longhorn in a very long time, and I had no clue what I was going to order. I was crazy nervous, and I could not even read the words on the menu to know what I wanted. And Nathan asked me if there was a certain steak that I preferred. And I told him, I don't really eat steak. Really, Rachel? You just told the man that brought you to a steakhouse you don't eat steak? My goodness. And yes, if you're wondering, that changed over time. And now give me all the steak. But... Nathan kept asking me questions, and I kid you not, y'all, to make matters worse, I asked him if we could stop talking for a second so that I could concentrate on the menu. I'm telling you, I was so nervous that the words were not making sense. I had no clue. It was like I could not read. I had never learned to read in my life. I had no clue what those words were that were coming out of my mouth. I promise I'm so super awkward sometimes. It's so embarrassing. I say stuff all the time that I can't believe that I said. Anyway, Nathan was super kind. And for some reason, he asked me out again. I knew when he asked me out for a second date that night that this was the real thing. I knew I was going to marry him. So several weeks went by of Monday night, date nights, And we got to know each other and became more comfortable around each other. And I quickly realized that my life with Nathan was never going to be boring. We loved finding local restaurants in small towns or quaint coffee shops that we had never been to. And we enjoyed experiencing those things together. And one night after dinner, we were walking the town square looking at all the cute little shops that were there in that particular town when Nathan saw a park bench and he jumped up on the park bench and started singing a fun, cute love song. Like he was Frank Sinatra at a sold out concert. And my first initial instinct was to be super embarrassed and ask him what he was doing. People were going to see, but I didn't, I didn't say any of those things. This was Nathan. And I decided in that moment, I was going to soak up the attention And take a picture. I've got to find that picture. I have it somewhere. If I write a blog about this, I'm going to make sure that picture is uh, in that blog. So go follow my blog so that you can see this story all over again. (laughs) Recently, I met a new friend. I met her within a group of people that she barely knew. Someone asked her if she would play the piano that was sitting not far away from our group. And you could tell that it was something she thought twice about, but she happily granted the wishes of the group and sat at the piano. She played beautifully, and we all sang along to the different worship songs that she was playing. I thought about how I probably would not have been brave enough to do that in a group of people that I really didn't know very well. Not the piano anyway. My skill level is just not where I want it to be, and If it was me, I probably would have thought, no, I'm not going to do this. I can't. There's no way. And I would let fear completely take over. But then I realized just how many brave things I've done and accomplishments that I've made because my husband lives his life with fear not being a factor. 
He's so goal-oriented, and he works so hard to reach every goal that he sets. He's a dreamer, and he encourages every person he meets with a dream to go for it. Do it. What's stopping you? He's just, he's so inspiring, and I love him so much. Anyway, my new friend jumped on the park bench that day. We all did, and it became a bonding moment for the entire group. A memory made that we won't soon forget. I think we should spend more time not worrying about the judgment of other people, not worrying about what they think. If what we're doing is pleasing in the eyes of God and it's not rude or disrespectful to others, then why not? Why not live our lives in a way where we are constantly looking at life with a let's make memories mindset? You got someone that's playing a guitar and they're singing by themselves. Go sit down by them and sing with them. I mean, why not? There are too many families that cannot spend longer than a few minutes together without chaos breaking out. It's, it's sad, but you have to be the one to change that. I know it may not be possible in every situation, but our reaction to circumstances makes all the difference in the world. When God is the center of your life and you're feeding your soul with the word and you're setting a precedence and different boundaries in your life and in your home, you're protecting your home, you're protecting your mind, you're protecting your marriage, you're protecting your children. Woo, I could keep going here, y'all. But when you are doing those things, when you're feeding your soul, the fruit of the spirit is going to blossom and people are going to take notice of the beauty bloom where you're planted, right? Sometimes you may be placed in a desert where it seems to be dry and suffocating bloom. Succulents are beautiful. A cactus has super cute flowers that bloom. It brings life to the situation, Protect your mind, feed your mind with the word of God, and you're going to see the fruit of the spirit is alive in your life, but it's also going to feed the souls of other people. Galatians 5 verses 22 through 23 say, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, which is restraint or self-control, by the way, against such there is no law. I hope that this episode has inspired you today. Don't be afraid to pray in public. Don't be afraid to clap your hands and sing happy birthday at the restaurant to the strangers at the next table. You don't know them, but you know what? Sing happy birthday to them. Don't be afraid to be kind. Don't be afraid to worship wholeheartedly when you're at your church. After all, you're worshiping the God who gives us joy unspeakable and peace unexplainable. Don't be afraid to jump on the park bench, guys. By the way, before I go, I just want to do a shameless plug for my blog. I know I mentioned it earlier, but my blog is a learning process for me. And I try to put a lot of thought and prayer into each post. And actually, the very first post that I published was called 2019, the year of defeat. And it's talking about defeating fear. You should go read it and comment. Go subscribe and be notified when a new post is published. 
My blog is fortheperfecting.com. That's F-O-R, theperfecting.com. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode and for your support of the Noteworthy podcast. That means a lot to Nathan and myself. Go leave a review and tell us what you think. We would love to read it. I hope that you are spending your day today making memories, good memories. Be blessed.